We're continuing here in the Sefer Shari Avoida, and we are going to do Ches slash Ches, which is at the bottom of page Kuvvav. We're going to do today three different pieces, Bez Hashem, from the Chazan Ish in his letters. So, this first one, he says like this, He's writing to someone, he says, You know that I'm someone who argues with you. What's our uh, point of contention? contention? I want that you should choose life. And you? So he's like leaving it hanging. And you? I want that there, your yetzer should be given over in your hand. You should be in control. But not that your yetzer should be in control of you. And you, what are you doing? I want you to hate evil. I want that your friend's money should be something that you hate. Disgusting to you. You're not out to get it. Doesn't mean that you, in other words, if it's not yours, it doesn't belong to you, you're not going to want anything to do with it. I want that you should be disgusted by things that are just sweet or enjoyable for a moment. But there's nothing really to it. There's nothing real about it. There's nothing afterwards. That you should love a good name. You should choose a straight path like the Mishnah Navis. That you should be people should look at you and see that you're a glory. And you do that by doing the right thing. You're still young, he tells him. And you still have in your hand, you have the ability to be someone who's going to be, to, you know, take your, take your place in the ranks of people who are special and very high madrega. But you happen to be at the moment drowning in Havel, in nothingness. You're in a lazy life. Nothing, no yoke, nothing be you. And you're leaving this Makarmaim Chaim, this this source of the water of life of Torah. So the Chazanish here is, is telling like, you know, describing to a person what is a person's job in Avaidas Hashem. A person's when he's contrasting the Oilam Haza, the nothingness of Oilam Haza, like we talked about last time from the Mikta Melio, trying to fill that emptiness that uh, can never be filled by Oilam Haza. And he's telling him that what's, what I want is that you should be in control of yourself, he starts off. Your Yetzer should be in your hand, not that you should be given over in the hand, it should be in control of you. I heard a, a very strong strong story this week with Rav Steinman, Zechreinu Levrach, Rav Leib Steinman. It seems that he once uh, found out that one of his close, I don't know how many years ago this was, one of his close Gaboim or Talmidim um, smoked. He was addicted to smoking. So he bothered him very much. So he called him, he called him over and he, and he called him to his house when he heard about it and he said, I heard something very, very terrible about you. Very terrible about you. That you smoke. 
So he said, okay, you know, what's so terrible about it? So he looks at him and he goes, you don't know how terrible it is to smoke. And I'll explain it to you. He says, the job of a person in this world is to control himself. Self-control. You have to be able to control yourself. Now there's three places, there's three things that you have, three areas you need to control yourself. The first one is in action, b'maysa. The second one is in speech, b'dibur. And the third one is b'machshav, in your mind. The person's job in this world is to learn to have self-control and in his actions, in his speech, and in his thoughts. The easiest one is in actions. That's the easiest. Speech is harder. Thoughts, that's the hardest. So, he says, um, so he said like this, I see that you can't even control your actions. Look, you're addicted Pasha, to smoking. You're not in control, it's controlling you. So you can't even control your actions. If you can't control your actions, you for sure cannot control your speech and your thoughts. And he says, and someone who can't control not their actions, not their speech, and not their thoughts, and then he like paused, you know, for the uh, for the effect. And then he gave for the climax. And he banged on the table and he says, "He's a garnet, a garnet, a garnet. He's a nothing, a nothing, a nothing. If you can't control anything, what are you? You're nothing." He says, "Give me the pack of cigarettes." So he took the pack of cigarettes from him, Rebbein Leib, and he crushed it in his hand. He said, "This is not baltashchis." <laughs> he says, "Not baltashchis," and he threw it away. That Talmud said that. He never touched a cigarette again. He didn't have any withdrawal symptoms. He says, because Rebbein Leib said that if he can't control himself, he's nothing. He's a nothing, a nothing. He couldn't handle it. I, I'm not a nothing. I, nothing. He finished. Once Rebbein Leib said that, he was done. That was done with smoking. Because that's the aside. That's, a, that's what the Chavad the Chazanish is saying over here. This is the Iker is a person in self-control. And this week's Parshish, Marit Dekam about it. Meshachachma says that... Um, we find that the carbon Pesach in Mitzrayim, they had to take on the 10th of Nisan. Right, tied to the bedpost, the whole business. The Gemara says, but uh, that's only Pesach Mitzrayim. The Doris for generations, there was no such halacha of the 10th of Nisan. So the question is why? You learn from a Pasuk. So the Meshachachma explains that Klai Yisrael at this point was becoming a nation. They're becoming a nation. And they needed to learn something very important. And he says they need to learn discipline. They need to learn to be able to control themselves. And he writes the words discipline, the Meshachachma. He writes the word discipline with a tzadi, discipline. So he says, so what, what did Hashem want to show them? Now discipline is not only self-discipline, it was also self-discipline in listening to leaders. Becoming a nation, and there's going to be leaders, Chachamim, Atayra, Hashem, you got to know how to do it. So he says that what happened, that the, you know, they took the sheep on uh, the 10th, and they tied it to the bedpost, and uh, the Mitzrayim came along and they said, what's going on over here? They said, well, we're going to, you know, we have to shecht it. And um, there's going to be a makas Bechairis and you're going to, you know, and Hashem's going to get rid of all the Bechairim. And he writes over there, it's based on a Medrash, that the Bechairim rebelled in Mitzrayim. They made a civil war. They told Pari, you got to send these Jews out. If not, we're all going to die. That's why it says in, uh, we say in, in Haidul Hashem Kitaiv, right? We say on Shabbos morning, The one who hit Mitzrayim, Now the word means with their Bechayrim. It should have said, 
Bechayrei Mitzrayim or Bechayreihem. What's Lamakim Mitzrayim? He hit Mitzrayim Bivchayreihem in their firstborns. So they say it doesn't mean in their firstborns. It means with their firstborns. Meaning the firstborns rebelled against the country and killed the t- thousands of people. Says says the Meshachach. When there was a civil war going on, the firstborn said, "If you don't let them out, we're all going to die." And they made a civil war. So he says, Sazah says the Meshachach. What happens? There's a civil war going on. Right? That means everyone's busy with each other. No one's paying attention to the Jews. They should have just, the Yidin should have just picked themselves up and pranced out of Mitzrayim. However, they knew that until Moshe Rabbeinu tells them they're allowed to leave, they're not leaving. They were passing the test of discipline, of self-control, of listening to Moshe and Aaron. Listening to Moshe and Aaron. If, and if you think about it, it's really more. I think it was once Moshev also, because what happened, Pari says in the middle of the night, Makas Bechairis, out, everybody out. Moshev says, no, we're not leaving until the morning. We're not leaving like bandits in the middle of the night. Now, Pari had a very bad track record. He told them numerous times to leave, and that I'm going to let them leave, and then he changed his mind. So if I was Klaus, I would say, Moshe Rabbeinu, listen, it's a nice cheshman, you want to walk out in the middle of the day, but Pari is letting us out finally. Let's go. No, Moshe Rabbeinu says, says, nobody leave till the morning. Pari is going to change his mind by the morning. No, Klaus Yisrael understood that lesson of self-control, of discipline, discipline in themselves, and discipline, Negeah to Chachme Yisrael. So here the Chazanish is saying, that's the aside. The first aside is 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 controlling yourself. And then each line over here is another thing. What what do we run after? Run after money. Whose money? You get the money you're supposed to get. Of course a person has to make ishtalus and has to work and all those types of things. But mamun chavercha, someone else's money? Why is that yours? Then this thing of things that are sweet for the moment, that we all know, sweet for the moment, it doesn't last. That's Ilam Hazah. That's that's not that's that's things that are that are that are that seem very exciting, but that's just the Yetzirah. That's just the type of a person building it up. But afterwards, what do you get afterwards from it? You don't feel anything from it, and so on and so forth. At the end, he continues. He says, "I'll not Don't think that you're someone who's forsaken. You're giving up. It's too hard. All beginnings are very hard. But if you want to do it, if you want to do it, so then you'll um, you'll uh, you'll be able to do it. So that's the first letter over here of the Chazanish talking about what he's trying to get a person to see the contrast and see what's important in this world. Now, if you turn the page to page Kufches. Let's turn the page on the next page um, to Ches slash So this is starts off with the Rambam. The Rambam says, "Ain Divrei don't have a kiyum if someone is just very lazy about it. and it also doesn't take have the." Um, have a kiyom in the person, people who learn from uh, while they're enjoying themselves, comfort, person like kills himself over Tyra. And he puts in, exerts his, his body, his mitzar himself. And he doesn't give to his eyes any sleep, and he doesn't give to his uh, eyelids any, any slumber. 
Amru Chachamim Derech Remez Zois HaTayra Adam Ki Yamas Ba'ayol Zois HaTayra, the person who dies in the oil. Ein HaTayra Miskayemes Al Bemisha Memes Atzmoi Bolei Chachamim So that's the Lashon of the Rambam, that a person needs to exert himself. And the Lashon of Chazal is, a person has to kill himself over Tyra. Ki Yamas Ba'ayol Tyra is Miskayim, a person who's Memes Atzmoi He kills himself. So comes along the Chazaynish and he says, what does that mean? What does it mean, death? Death here means a person who's turning from simple life to the depth of life, all the way into what's really life. What does that mean? The more a person works on himself to break his midas, he is really increasing life. What is midas? Midas is what we call the life of a person. But it's really the surface. That's not true life. That's living. A person lives. But he's born with all these bad midas, or he develops these bad midas. When a person breaks a midah, he's breaking the surface of life, right? person is a stingy person by nature. That's who he is. When he's alive, he's stingy. If he breaks that, he's breaking his chayim. And he's giving death to the Yetzirah that fills his entire body. But when he kills that surface chayim, he's now entered into the true world of life, the life of a person who goes on the way of Torah. Bad midas, there are many of them. It's the flesh and the bones of a person. That's what we would call life, a living person. And if you're able to break a midah, you're really killing a piece of yourself. That is who I am. But that's the avoidah of this world. But this type of death really gives life to the person. So the Chazanish is explaining, doesn't just mean like the Rambam says, that a person has to work hard and be mitzar himself. It's talking about breaking what we call the makeup of the person, the life of the person, the midas that he's born with, the traits that he's born with, and the avaida of a person is, avaida of a person in life is to change himself, to break his midas. Like the Chazanish said, to be in control of yourself. Every midah has a place to be used in the proper place. But when you have, when a person has bad midas, the pshaz, the midas are in control of him. If he's in control of the Midas, if he's in control, so then he knows when to use this Midah properly, when to not use this Midah properly. That's called Shviras Hamidas. So says the Chazanish, that's called a person is He's killing himself, but by killing himself, he's really giving himself true life. He's giving himself the Emes It's also today, I don't know when I was planning on saying it, uh, either way, if you hear it again, you'll have to hear it again. But I saw Amari de Kamaisa snigea to the uh, to the beginning a little bit. The Reb Shmuel Salant, Zechariah Levracha, was the Rav in Yerushalayim. When I was in Eretz Yisrael, I went to Harazesim, and I saw his kever there. It's a very interesting kever because the Batseva is like a beam, and it seems that that was the um, 
the the beam outside the churva shul that he used to sit on and learn. So when they, they made the matseva, they took that beam and made the matseva. It's like a, a stone pillar. That's what is matseva. It's like a round stone pillar that's on the you know laying flat on the on the ground, so, and it, and it's painted on it like like around the curve is painted his name and the whole thing, um, and on the front service the circle it says Arav Arav Salant. So it seems he was very much machsh of the chedusha arim. It seems that the, the whenever he heard the chedusha arim's name he would stand up. So so he said what what what's his kasha with the chedusha arim when he was younger and he was still in Europe. So he, um, he was once in Warsaw, and he went to visit the Chidush Harim. And the Chidush Harim gave him, it was late in the morning, Chidush Harim gave him something to eat. Yeah, he gave him something to eat, but the Chidush Harim didn't eat himself. So Shmuel Salant asked him, why don't you, why aren't you eating? So he says, because I haven't davened yet. So he says, you know, it's like 11 o'clock, what do you mean you didn't daven? Why, why didn't you daven? I woke up late, I didn't woke up, wake up so long ago. So he looks at him and says, what do you mean? He says, well, because I went to sleep very late. I went to sleep like 5 o'clock in the morning. So by the time I woke up and got myself ready, you know, it's very late. So Shmuel Salant says, I don't understand. So why don't you go to sleep earlier and wake up earlier and you'll be able to dive in on time. What's the problem? So he looked at him and he said, you know something? If I would be batuach, if I would be sure that when I go to sleep early, that I know I'm going to wake up in the morning and be able to learn and dive in properly, so then I would do that. But how do I know Hashem is going to give me back my neshama in the morning? I don't know that. We say every morning, Hashem and Rachmanis gave it back. Do I know if he's going to have Rachmanis tomorrow morning on me? If that's true, says the Chidush Harim, that means to say, I'm not sure I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. So that means tonight I got to learn and learn and learn. I got to chaparayin. This might be my last few minutes of life and learning. So I learn till my last kaiches, till I have no strength left, and I collapse into bed. By that time, it's like five, six o'clock in the morning. Why? Because I don't know if I'm going to wake up in the morning. So Shmuel Salan said he, he couldn't get over the amuna pshuta of the chedusha arim that when he goes to sleep at night. You know, we go to sleep at night, Baruch Hashem. You know, set our alarm. We're going to get up at six. You know what I mean? It's like, he's, he's not sure if he's going to wake up and he has to make sure that before he goes to sleep, he's, he's done everything that he could in Avaitis Hashem. And he says, his Amuna and his Anivas. Those two things he couldn't get over from that story. So that's this Yisait of a person who's a Mitzar Gufay Tamid, the Layitan Shayna Laina. That's what it reminds me. He doesn't sleep. This is, he says, how can I go to sleep? I, I don't know. This might be my last moments. But that's the Chazanish over here saying this Misha Meimis Atzmela. Now let's learn, let's turn to one more, um, and that'll be on the next page, on the bottom, Ches Yudalit. Each one of these Chazanishes are giving us a little Ashkafa into what life, true life is. So Amru Chazal, Hechi Dami Apikairis is a Gemara in Sanhedrin. We had it not long ago. What's an Apikairis? An Apikairis is a person, Ain Lechelek Lailam Haba, says the Mishnah. So the Gemara wants to know what's an Apikairis. So the Gemara says, Someone who has the opportunity to learn Taira and he doesn't. That's called an Apikairis. So Frak the Chazanish, Lechaira, says, I don't understand. Not learning Taira, it's an Aveira, an action Aveira, that I didn't learn Taira. However, an Apikairis is someone who inherently has some type of Emunah problem. He doesn't believe in Hashem. It's something inherent about his belief system, about what he calls here as Chayvas Halavavas, what's going on in his heart. 
So if I don't learn Tyra, if I have the opportunity, okay, I didn't do a mitzvah of Lima not Tyra. What is that? How does that make me an Apikairis? How is that Negeya? How is that relevant to Emuna and what he calls Chayvas Halavavis? But says the Chazanish, if you really look at this properly, you will see that there's really over here an Avera of Minos, of Kfira, of denial of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of Apikorsus. Why? He says, When it comes to a person's Parnasa, there's a set amount. The beginning of Rosh Hashanah, Hashem sets amount how much you're going to get. Yoim yoim yipachetz kitzvay. The money you make today is coming off of that cheshman, and it's slowly decreasing till the end of the year. We know Eilamazeh is just the anteroom before the trackle in the palace of Eilamabba. Any addition of learning Torah. And when you learn Torah, you're connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The difference between a person who's living like an animal and not earning anything and a person who's living a life of a nefesh maskelis, his neshama, he's not an animal, he's living a higher, on a higher plane. He's going from being an animal to a person. Or the next level, a person constantly could grow. The more Taira a person learns, the more connection he has with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more a person is Isaac and Ruchnius. <coughs> he purifies himself. He's mile himself. He's Meraimim himself. He raises himself up from the world that we live in and from the, the, the animalistic characteristics like we said that a person is born with and he becomes a refined person and he becomes a Malach. So if a person has opportunity to learn Taira and he doesn't, it's not just he's not doing a mitzvah. He's missing the boat of what a person is supposed to be in this world. If a person has in his mind that he entertains the thought that all I have to do is live in this world like someone who lives, Yoshvi Kronis, people who sit in the corners. Yeah, we just enjoy everything, we have nice dreams, we, we you know, whatever, we just do nothing. He's missing the boat in what his job is in this world. So, if a person has an opportunity to gain so much by learning Torah and doesn't, it's not just a lost opportunity of doing a mitzvah. The person's not understanding the power of what Torah is, and he's not really understanding what his job in this world is. So what an apikaris is? That's what he's saying an apikaris is, yeah. That's what he's, in, in this understanding of apikaris. Okay. Yeah. So he says, Gufa, it's an interesting way he says it, Gufa Avera B'Maisakal. The actual action of the Avera wasn't such a big thing. He just didn't learn Torah. But V'inyoni lo'im neshama. However, what's behind that, what goes into the depths of a person's neshama and the understanding what should be in his neshama, that's Apikorsis. So here we have three different pieces from the Chazanish in being Magdir and giving a gather into different aspects of what the Avodah's Adam is. In the first one, he gave different examples of controlling yourself and, 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 and things that are sweet for the moment. And even though it's hard, 
but as Kalaschalas Kashas. And the second one he talked about Shviras Hamida is Mishamemis Atzmeel. And in the third one he's talking about that the power of learning Torah is connecting with Hakadosh Baruch Hu and it raises up the person. And when you don't do that, if a person doesn't do that, there's inherently a problem in understanding of what Torah could do to a person and does to a person, and what his job in this world is. And that's why Chazal call him. And not be kairos. What, what, what did the chazan say about someone who's not able to discern what he uses his, his meters? Say what? Uh, you have meters that are some that are inherently good or bad, but they cause ultimately used for something good. So that's when you're in control. Okay. So what what did the chazan you said to somebody who does not not know how to control this? What did he tell them? Yeah. Well, you got to start learning to control it. Is that not being able to control your actions? Just the same thing as uh, as the. Uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I, well, I guess so. Yeah, because shviras ham midos. Well, midos could include a lot of different things, right? So sometimes there'll be a gay action. A person gets angry, right? And because of that, he, you know, because he destroys things. <coughs> Having bad midos and not being in control will lead to not control of actions. Right. Okay. They, they it will lead up to it. Yeah. So they are related. Referred to this person as a nothing or whatever. He didn't say that. That was Rabbi. That was okay. that was Rabbi Stamen's right. Okay. We'll stop over here. I think. Um, I think um, next time we're going to start a new topic. I think this is the end of uh, this topic. We're going to start a new topic next time. As Hashem.